All right, party people. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? So tonight we said that we were going to talk about. All right, let me put a little light on. All right, we in. I'm Brittany Marla. I'm your host from the Breakdown Podcast. Tonight we said we were going to be talking about um, the black hair, y'all. We're talking about the black hair. We're going up and down and up and down and up and down, and we're breaking it down. I'm your host, Brittany Marlette. Yes, you're tuned in to the Breakdown Podcast. We got our girl, Bree the Lovely, on here. What up, girl? <laughs> can you hear me? I can't hardly hear you. Uh, I could hear you a little bit. Okay. All right. I hear you. All right, cool. All right. Um, so we got Bree on here. We're just waiting for our other guests. Uh, let's see. Bree, you are. All right. You already added, so I don't know why they, had to, they put that on there. Anyway, to those who just joined, I'm going to go ahead and okay, break that down. Y'all know this now. episode is strictly. You can hear me better now? Okay, good. Yes. For those who just joined, this episode is strictly about the black hair. I'm Brittany Marlette. I am your host, right? I do own my own podcast, All Right to Me, all right? Um, and we're talking about the, the the black hair. We got Bree the Lovely on here. Again, I'm going to say, what up, girl? Can you hear me better? Yes, I can hear you better, Brittany. Thank you for having me on. Everybody, Ooh. what's up? I'm Bree the Lovely. Um, I'll plug myself later. I'm gonna let you do your thing. I will plug myself. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But you know, I'm always down for you plugging yourself. I love supporting everyone. I love supporting everyone. So let let's get right into it. And you, the first one here. So uh, we still waiting on Myra, but she she'll get here. You know, she take her time. All right. First question, and I just want to get your insight on it. Do black men like natural hair or weaves better? Okay, so in my opinion, and like, okay, so, and I can only speak for like um, personal experience, like, on, and this is from my boyfriend, he likes me better in my natural hair. However, growing up, I did not always feel that way coming from black men as if my natural hair was pretty because it was like, are y'all um, always nappy headed or it looks like, you know, it's too matted down or um, it, it, it's, you know, it was just really harsh when it came to my hair. So it was like, you know, I could not, and it's like to the point where my boyfriend is telling me, you know, baby, I love your hair the way it is. I'm still getting out, out of that, you know, the weeds. I'm trying to get up out of that. I'm trying to get up out of taking the weeds off. So I'm looking at the comments. Alex said, Bree, he said natural hair. Men like natural hair. Now, Alex, we just got to keep it 1,000 because that's just what we do here. Um... A lot of men say that they like natural hair, but let's be honest. Do you like natural hair if it's straightened? Uh, I mean, because it's like, if it, it, it got to be straightened in order for a black man to like the natural hair. I just feel like that. I feel like it either got to be straightened. You just can't, We can't walk around with our big ass froze. We can't do that because then you be called, like you said, Bree, nappy-headed. Damn, girl, what the hell you do to your hair? All you know, you, type stuff. All you have in cases, um, and it's another influencer I follow, Shonda. Shonda is all natural. Um, down, like she's, she's like all natural down to like hair under her arms. But just basing it off her, her hair, a lot of the times in those comment men are going in on how Shonda looks dirty. She looks unkept. You know, just basing it off. Baby girl's natural hair and beauty. Like her just running her, her, her hair. Is, and her hair is like full. Is it taken care of? Because I, now, now, don't That's get me wrong. I gotta like, um, she just, how it naturally grows. She she picks it at times, but for the most part, with Shonda, she's what you get. 
See, but I got to keep it 1,000. There there are some women that I see, women and men, who I see got their natural hair. And the shit, don't, it, don't, it doesn't look maintained. It, 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 it doesn't look maintained. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, so, and, and that's another point I want to bring up. We got the black man who be in the, in the workplace. Um, do you think that there's a stereotype with black men in the workplace who wears dreads? Oh, girl, yeah. Yes. Um, and, and I'm, I'm going to say it depends on what you work. Because typically, if you want to be like a lawyer, a doctor, anything like in a professional, what they deem professional field, they want you to cut them dreads out. However, in the creative field where you can artistically express yourself, you you cool to have your dreads. So it's like a catch-22. So, so that's stereotyping. Because I've seen, yep. even if they're not in the workplace, it's like, you. And I, and I hate to bring this up, but I had a family, my son was thinking about growing dreads. Yep. And I had a family member say, no, that doesn't look presentable. And I'm like, yep. well, why the fuck it didn't look yeah, presentable? Like, he's he going to be out here robbing people. He one of them um, dread-headed hooligans. No. See, see and, and, and that's a, that's and that's a problem. That's yeah. a problem. Alex, you said you want Nita to give you that Wakanda shit. You, okay, okay. So if Nita came in the house, he's joking. But, I mean, he probably serious. No, it's, it's, so it's if Nita came in the know. house. Yeah, if Nita came in the house with a big ass fro in this day and age, you'll be cool with it. We just got we just got to keep it one thousand here, because a lot I feel like men don't really fuck with the fuck with the natural hair unless it's straightened, right, Bree? I mean, I don't know. And that's, that's why I, and I, I feel you like, and like I said, for I feel you a thousand percent, like Brittany, like I totally feel you. Because and again, it's like a catch twenty two. So I'm gonna say maybe a grown ass man. Grown ass mm -hmm. man, not a little boy, but mm -hmm. a grown ass man <laughs> will love the natural look and what yeah. hell you have up under him. Right. Let's talk let's talk about perms. Girl. Let's let's talk about perms. I mean, the first time honestly I think that I had pretty nice growing, growing hair, um, black texture. You can put that shit back there. Um, but um, black texture, but it was it, it was growing hair. I think the minute the minute my mama put a perm in my hair, the shit stopped growing. And I think that if you see a black woman with a big ass fro and it's like maintained well, and this, you better know, and people better get it understood. You better know that it's maintenance well. Yeah. But perms will take out your hair. My it shit ain't grew back yet. <laughs> like, it takes out your hair. Um, and it's like, I haven't had a perm since, and I cannot tell you, I, I forget when good hair came out, but that's when I'm like, okay, I'm off the creamy crack, because that's what people like. I'm on the creamy crack. I'm off the creamy crack, so I haven't had a perm in a while, but it's like, I just cut my hair off and continue to cut it so I can put the wigs on. So why do you think our purpose was to Alex? You said she ain't had a perm in years, but it's but is is straightened? Is it straightened though? It's straightened though. But no, I think I think you and Nita, I think y'all good. I mean, cause I just think y'all just look dope people. I just know y'all personally, so I just feel like y'all dope people. Like you gonna love her regardless of what she come in there. If I bring my bald head ass in with somebody I just met who don't love me, who don't love me, he goes. <laughs> He gonna tell me to go to hell, and that's that's cool. Um, so uh, what I was gonna say, I just totally forgot my my train of thought. Uh, the main oh perms. Why do you think women? Why do we start getting perms? 
Was it to look like another race? I'm going to say that's what society told our parents. Because if you think back, we weren't the ones like, hey, let me get the pump. It was our, basically our mothers or grandmothers, aunties, whoever, who allowed us to get the perm because we wanted to look like either the little girl on the box, okay, or you asked for it, or it's just, for whatever reason, they were not trying to keep up or maintain the hair. Mm. And then it's like, okay, as far as, like, as we continue, we just, okay, I'm getting the perm, and, okay, this is my, well, what society is telling me, well, it's beautiful, the straight hair. Straight hair. So you look in, even the girls that did look like us when we got one or two girls that looked like us on the TV show, baby girl had the straight hair. It wasn't in Samoisha. I'm going to say where I saw the the, the braid. Well, let me And the, bro, the braid, girl, the braids was, I, I think that, and people don't understand that braids for us is, uh, and I see all kind of different cultures wearing braids and stuff yeah. too, um, but it's a protective style for yeah. us. And it's it's pricey as hell, but it's a protective style for us. And speaking of that, black hair businesses, damn, why am I be charging so much, girl? <laughs> <laughs> like I, said, I just keep it to myself. I because it's like I don't know why I'm not a hair tech, so I I can't even. But y'all need to come down on those prices. Like I don't know what's going on. And then y'all not even growing. Y'all don't even have growing hands anymore. Y'all just out here doing everything. For whatever you want to do, you just look down here doing whatever you want to do. Not washing the <laughs> hair, not braiding the hair down, not maintaining the hair, not caring about the hair, not following up. None of that. None of that. Mm. When I was a little girl going to the shop, they washed it, blow dried it, got it you under the dryer, got you good, make you followed up, cut the split in. You got a full size. Yep. It was exactly. A, it was a half a day like thing. And that's kind of like the same thing with like wigs and, and shit like that. Like, I think people are just putting, I'm guilty, I am guilty, um, putting on the wigs and not maintaining the hair the, that's yeah, under that's fucking me. Need to just throwing the wig on and not really maintaining the hair underneath it. Yeah. So that's, that's a real huge problem. That's Do you think that women, because right now it's all wigs. Everything yeah. is all no, wigs. Wig. Everything. <laughs> Everything is a wig. And, and and when I remember, wigs was only for old ladies. Yes, the auntie. <laughs> we had only the old ladies wearing wigs. But I'm telling you, I got all kind of wigs in here, and it's it's so much it's so much simpler for me to just throw on a wig and, and keep go. it keep it moving. Yep, I don't have to worry about a stylist. I don't have to worry about booking an appointment. I don't have to worry if I'm running a couple minutes late just because a major emergency you canceling the appointment i understand not getting a deposit back you know that's deposit I, i'll be an auntie alex i will be an auntie <laughs> so sorry you hear all y'all aunties now so brie if you had the chance to if your man because you, you got you got a man if your man told you i want you to go uh hey myra you here okay uh i think you gotta press the uh oh, okay cool Add. Cool. He says they are doing the video with the audio only. Okay. So anyone could watch the live of this broadcast. Okay. So we're saying, Myra, that uh, they'll join uh, with only the audio. So uh, just give me and Bree probably just um, probably like three more minutes and then we could just flip flop and then because I think it's going to take you off. 
Okay. I think it's gonna take you uh, take take you off. So just give us one second, okay, Myra? And we gonna cause I know she she ready. She fired up. She fired up. <laughs> she fired up. She fired up. So I so initially I was buying I was buying my wigs and I noticed that they were getting really really pricey. Um, and so I found and this was coming from uh, a black business and I, and I've always been a um, a um, supporter in black businesses, but the prices were becoming pricey, right? right? And so, huh? I think they became ridiculous. They became ridiculous, and so I found some shit on Amazon that looked the same, yeah. and it was it was like two hundred dollars less. It was like two hundred dollars less. So I just wanted to just break that down, you know, about the the maintenance of the black hair. I don't think people really understand that a lot of uh, black women we're, we're, we don't want to wear our natural hair because first and foremost, it is the maintenance of, of the hair. It's it is a main. It is a lot. It is a lot to maintain the black woman's hair. Yeah. The for a black man, it is. A, it is a lot to maintain the black man's hair. It's a lot. Yeah, and, and then you then you have textures because I'm like, well, my hair is like, it gets so coily, and if I leave it untamed, like in a day or two, it's just gonna tangle on me. So would you say that? Um, if you, oh, that's the question I was going to ask. So your boyfriend, if he came in the house and he said, Brie, now we, we, we're keeping it 1,000 here, okay? Mm -hmm. And he said, Brie, time's up. I need you to wear, I want you to wear your natural hair. Fro and all, would you feel comfortable in your skin wearing your natural hair? Not perm, not nothing. No, I would not. And it's I would not even. like, and again, I'm like, I'm still breaking, like, stepping out of, like, what the society norms are. I would even say that's a generational curse that we have as black women. Like, that's something mm. right now, we have to break that barrier. We have to not just say get over it, but we have to overcome it, what society put into our brain. I, I think that, I think, and I, I just got to keep it 1,000 here, I think that a lot of black women are not wearing their natural hair because of the fear of what a black man might say. Yeah, because I'm like, I could give a damn about anybody else. This is what my kings think of me. Like, that, that's mm -hmm. the end of the day. Mm -hmm. I don't care about what uh, any other race think of me, but what do my kings think of me? So I can right. feel you on that. Right. All right, Bree. Thank you so much for joining me, love. I well, love you. Thank you so much for showing your perspective. We're going to get Myra on here. You know, she just, she probably on the edge of her goddamn seat. Like, I can't wait to talk about this black hair because, you know, Myra is natural. And, and I'm so, I haven't worn my natural hair in like, no, Alex, we're not blaming the that black man, but I guarantee you. We're not blaming. We're not blaming the black man. We're just saying that a lot of black men they talk that shit about wanting, and not, not just you, uh, Alex, or not just you know, particularly saying you, but a lot of men say they like a black woman with natural hair, and then a lot of black women come in a goddamn house with some natural hair. It's what the fuck did you do to your hair? Yeah. And then she's no longer attract. she's no longer attractive to him. I mean, he's no longer attractive to her because the BBs are coming out now. You know what the fuck is that? Yeah. To him. Yeah. And I, I've had some like that. So I had some like again, little boys, not grown ass men. Yeah. That's a big difference. That's, That's a big difference. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Brie. Okay, for guys who are just joining, I'm gonna go ahead and get my on here. 
See you, love. Thank you so much Thank for you guys you. who are just joining. See you. I'm Brittany Marlette. I am your host. This is the Breakdown Podcast. You guys, we are talking about the black hair. We're talking about the black hair. We're not just talking about the women black hair. We're talking about the men black hair. Some things that we discussed was, um, and I know Myra finna get ready to come on here. She finna get ready to act a fool, and that's cool, um, about... First of all, are black men with dreads hair accepted into the workplace? Uh, things that we also need to touch base on are the, the maintenance of the, the black woman and the black man hair. Y'all don't understand. Y'all, I don't think people get that. And also, um, are black men attracted to black women who are wearing natural hair? natural hair so let's get myra on here and then we good <laughs> and then we go <laughs> but uh just to say the least i know we had we had a few comments on there um people agreeing disagreeing i mean it's all good what up myra what up girl what's up all right you guys for you guys who are just tuned in again i am Brittany marlette yes i do own a podcast baby it's only right tonight we are talking about the black hair we are talking strictly about the black hair we are not just one-sided on to the black women hair we want to talk about the black men hair as well so first question i have to you myra i know you want to add to your seat so what do you think do you think black men hair matters in the workplace professionalism wise well you say well, you doesn't say matter. doesn't matter are we saying are they, are, they, are they stereotyped based off of their hair if someone came in with a fade and in a professional environment if they came in with a fade is that per does that person look more presentable than a person who comes in with dreads I think in I American think in society, society, we get taught that um, um, anything that anything is Afrocentric is, is unprofessional. unprofessional. And, and, you know, the real highlight, highlight that we are, that we are progressing, progressing in this, in this society, society because, because they, they had the, the idea of the, the Crown, Crown Act. Act. Right? right. Um, um, what is the Crown Act? So the Crown so Act is basically a judicial decision, uh, some legislative policy, policy that came forth and said that, that it is illegal for any uh, employer to uh, discriminate on an employee or a person, person who has got the 24 employment based off of their hair if it's rooted in anti-black blackness. But we can say all we want in theory and have it legally set up. But if but we if don't we do, don't the, do work the work to, to decolonize, decolonize, am I feeding back on your ears? Hmm? Am I feeding back on your ears? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're good. Okay. okay. Um, to, um, decolonize to decolonize our mind, mind and, and, and deal, deal with, with the anti-blackness anti uh, within our community and within combating outside of our community with other racial groups, then that policy doesn't mean shit. Because the people because who are supposed to enforce the policy, policy already have the idea in their mind and won't face it in their conscience that we are unprofessional or we don't look aesthetically or pleasing based off of the hierarchy of desirability of white supremacy. So me personally, in my opinion, I don't think there's a particular way 
based on who I am to look professional anymore. Was I socialized when I was a child to believe that? Absolutely. But now that I have life experience, um, I don't believe there's a way to look professional because people's way of living and making income varies. Okay. 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 Do you think women who do you think women who wear their natural hair um, uh, share different characteristics versus women who, um, you know, like me, like wear wigs or are comfortable with wearing wigs? Do you think there's a different characteristics that I definitely think uh, comfortability? Um, in their skin is something that women who, like me, uh, would wear wigs that, you know, that we lack, that, you know, am I saying it right? Am I saying it right? No, I love the I'm going to make my face expression. It's not a right or wrong. Because I wear wigs, too. So, step away from, because I can hear feedback from Myra. Okay. Um... Can I? I'm going to ask you to come back in. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right, you guys. So Myra, she is going to come back, you guys, again. You know what? I'm actually opening the floor to anybody. I'm opening the floor. Thank you so much, Bree, for that. Thank you, Fatima. Thank you, Nita, for joining. Thank you, Alex. All y'all. Jasmine, what up? What up, y'all? Again, I'm Brittany. I am the host of the Breakdown Podcast. Yes, I own my shit. I almost said, yes, I am the host of the Breakdown Podcast. Today, we are talking about black hair. We're getting on down. We're breaking it on down with the black hair. All right. So we are going to add Myra back on. She, she had a different perspective. Um, my last question to Myra was, um, do you believe that, um, okay, so that what that didn't work. Um, do you believe that women who wear their natural hair portray a different characteristic than women who prefer to wear um, their, you know, wigs and stuff like that? My opinion. I, I, I'll let you guys know my opinion when when the when the time comes. When the time comes, I don't know. I've always been. Oh. Yep. Back on. Oh, no you're good i thought everything was good so back to what you were saying do you believe that it's a different characteristics versus a person who would um they're okay with wearing wigs all the time i think that we all have to individually go through it's not my um I'm not in any position to evaluate someone whether they're comfortable in their skin or not. All I can do is uh, basically say what my experience is. Um, do I experience a different type of treatment based on how I'm rocking my natural hair versus whether it's saturated, which, you know, our hair requires a lot of saturation, or where I opt to not put anything in my hair at that moment, I'm detoxing. I watch... Um, how people interact with me. And I'm very good at articulating that. So I'm not going to evaluate whether someone is comfortable in their skin or not. All I can say is what my life experience is because that's the only thing that I'm in control of and the only thing that I can speak. Um, as someone who also wears wigs and wears weave, I still have to go through my own individual and still going through that of this idea of what I am comfortable with 
I like, I'm a creative ass person, right? But I also have to be honest with myself. There was a period in my life where I used weeds and um, different hairstyles as a survival mechanism in order to mm -hmm. move and navigate in these ideas of what people think is attractive, what people think is desirable, mm -hmm. and knowing if I show a particular way that I might experience some type of social policing, that I might experience mm -hmm. harm from all genders, right? Um, when we're having this conversation, I love that you and Bree brought up uh, companionship. Black women want and desire companionship in all forms of fashion, but we also have to do the work and hold an accountability. Me being single now, um, and and I, I think for me being in my last relationship, I grew tremendously as a human being because I was with someone who was just uh, in awe in every version that I showed up in. So I, I'm not going to lie and say that having that companionship and support of that did not strengthen me as a woman and a human being. But as a single woman now, I know that I really don't need it for validation. You get what I'm saying? Right. Do I desire mm -hmm. to be attracted to my companion? Absolutely. But as a single woman, I'm just in that era where it's like, who gives a fuck? Like, if you fuck with me, you fuck with me. And um, honestly, in our community, as we're all emotionally maturing, and we're seeing that, we're, we're evaluating who we are letting around in our energy and our spirit, right? Because there are a lot of there's a lot of anti-black shit that we say amongst ourselves and the children are watching it and us in the elders like we can't just eliminate us in the elders we're still here we're still experiencing mm -hmm. that so that shit is harmful and we have to take on the responsibility of having the conversation um so yeah, that's how I, I feel about I, that. I know for, and a great point, I know for myself, I've always been um, creative with my hair. And it had nothing to do with uh, whether I was pleasing, you know, my man or anything like that. I've always been creative with my hair. I wear big froze and I wear, you know, long hair. And I just, I just do wear the shit because I want to wear the shit, right? Mm -hmm. But... I, 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 I must say, I went through an experience where I came in and I, um, well, with my mate, I did not let him know what I was going to do. He did see my natural hair before I had cut it. So it was naturally probably like right here, straightened. I came in and I cut it. Right? So now it's like this mini fucking fro. And he's like, what did you do to your hair? And he ver verbatimly told me, you need to go and buy a wig like ASAP. So it's like that uncomfortability, not per se, because I was I was definitely comfortable with wearing. When I cut off my hair, you can go back in the pictures. I'll show you guys later. Um, you can go back and you can see where I was wearing my natural hair, and I was okay with wearing wearing my my fro, but it wasn't attractive to the it wasn't attractive to the guy that I was with. Okay, just so, so I, I got to be myself, Brittany, at, at thirty two now. We and we are. We're in our 30s. Like, we only had our 20s and our teenage years to develop our, our, what people like to say, character development thus far. So 
you know, that shit hurts. Even hearing you say that hurts because I've experienced shit like that too. And I'd be feeling like, damn, I look good, you know, coming. And then somebody wants to come into my space. We also have to be cognitive that the people that we're dating, they're humans, right? They're not the, the it's, it's good to be in emotional support with each other, but they're not the be all of everything. And that's why I think I, I translated or move for a transform into African spirituality because I got tired of seeing a divinity as a male. Like the deeper I fall in love with myself, I can't look at God as a physical male because what the what the fuck is my existence then, right? Mm -hmm. So now mm -hmm. at 32, I'm just being, how I will look at that situation because I've been in that situation before. So I understand what you're saying. And it wasn't with people who I was with, right? It was with people um, that I was dating. Right, and I watch they I watch their body language. It's like people think that we can't see how the fuck they're reacting to us. So I commend that man for being transparent us with you. But I think, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, at this age now, after everything we've been through, it's like, well, I, you can't fuck me, like you right, can't right. touch me because right. you have self hatred. <laughs> Mm -hmm. You know, you have self-hatred and people's like, well, it's not that deep. It is that deep because once you vocalize that you have this perspective of me in my, nat in, in my natural state, that you're not attracted to that, I can't let you pour into my womb right now. Exactly. And that's exactly. what we have to stand up for ourselves as women. We want companionship, but how passive energy is beautiful, but that's when your inner masculine comes out, right? Because your physical masculine is there. So you're like, oh, you're, you're, you're my masculine outside of my body. But once that physical uh, masculine is not protective of your feminine energy and the 360, and there comes these things of conditions, you have the, you have the choice to either continue with that condition or push back from it. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. You got to figure out what's for you. And I'm going to be honest with you, and, and a lot of people might disagree, and that's okay because I'm comfortable with you guys disagreeing. Um, I think, and, and my next question was, why don't a lot of black women wear their natural hair? My response to that, and I said it when Brie was on here, and mm -hmm. I'll say it again, because most, not all, mm -hmm. most of the black men are not attracted to black women with natural hair. Of course because they're not. But of course they're, they're not. not. They're not attracted. So you have you have unless it's straightened, unless it's straightened, then it's like okay, that that that's cool. Let me see how long your hair is. My hair. Let me see how long your hair is. Hey, 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 babe, you natural? I would love to see your hair. I would love to see it. I don't think I even um, glazed through it. Hey, Tracy. Hey, hey, hey. Um, but and and I'm just keeping it one thousand. Like I say, I think a lot of people are going to get upset with me. I don't give a shit. It is what it is. A lot of black women do not wear their black hair because the black man is either going to call it nappy, say it needs to get done, comparing to some, some motherfuckers that's on TV who got the weave down to their ass. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you don't, you say you want natural hair but you don't want natural hair. Let's be honest here. Well, we have to talk about how African futures of black women um, showing up naturally has always been adjacent with masculinity in this country. Um, the reason that black, and I'm not making excuses for them, we just gonna speak the truth. Black men, black women, black children have been socialized under the scope of the illusion of white supremacy. We are literally de debunking and moving the sections and with it. 
that we have been in this shit. So we got to have real conversations. The reason that the, the Peruvian and the Brazilian and the fucking baby hairs and it's coming out the scalp, the reason that's so popular is because it's the closest to um, the acceptable idea of desirability. Hmm. When people, hmm. I, I, I think I start decolonizing my mind when a lace front start coming out. Mm -hmm. something about that, it's like it's coming from the scalp. That shit just. And I, girl, I was girl, like, when, whoa, when, the lace front, when whoa. the lace front came out, baby, I made sure I had to give me a lace front. I said, "Oh, look, it looked like it's coming from a scalp." Lord Jesus, but listen, I am listen, looking for it Right, but I want you to listen to what you're saying, and it's 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 not like Brittany, you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm saying look how we've been socialized. That's not how yeah. our hair looks. The reason yep. you said that because it's like, oh, I'm going to be more desirable now. You know that having that lace front, doing your hair like that makes you look like you're not your natural self, which is what black men desire because it they we have been put in this idea that we have to we are at war, right? And the war is to beat the white male. Everything in our, um, I wanted to bring this book, the ISIS paper, everything in our society is set up with the perspective of what the white male thinks is good to go. So the black man, have you ever heard that growing up? You got to learn how to play the game. You got to play the game. You got to play the game, right? That's a trauma mm -hmm. response. And what has mm -hmm. happened is our, our men, and because it's a male theme and males are uh gravitate to war and in in the women do it too we we very combative and it's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that but we have been combative against each other versus paying attention to preserve mother earth but that's a whole nother subject get back on what i'm saying our yes. men have become so obsessed with beating the white male whatever the fuck that looks like that the biggest uh women the prize is the woman right so their price mm. is supposed to be the white woman. And if you notice, Kanye is a perfect example. Kanye was raised on Afrocentric shit. Kanye was raised in pro-blackness. But Kanye literally did everything that his mother taught him to be opposite of. Because we as women are being used as pawns in this male game, right? And the person who looks like they're winning is white males. So we have to snatch mm -hmm. our power back. Wear the lace fronts, if it's creative, cool. But if you don't take the, the accountability to sit with yourself and say why you want to look that way, and you know it's so that you can look more desirable, and then fighting against it, right? Some people will go with it. I'm, I'm not saying right or wrong. But me, personally, I'm like, I am not fighting against myself. Myra, like you love your fucking self. You know you love but yourself. I don't think I don't, I don't think that means that because 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 no, 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 for I, me I, for me I'm not saying I, oh, when I talk yeah, about yeah, that yeah, I'm talking about me I'm not talking about nobody else I me yeah. for me to love myself I can't I'll put it on like for cosplay or um, creativity but I know I've already done the mental work to know that I'm desirable with or without it to me right and if right, a man right. doesn't I think we have to understand that if a man doesn't desire you, that does not invalidate your worth. Now, you might be attracted mm -hmm. to somebody and then they're not attracted to you, and that's cool. But what I won't do is take on the responsibility of somebody else's desirability, especially when I know they've been socialized to hate themselves. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. So let's eh, eh. Myra, see that's I love you, girl. I, love I like you. the fact that you're so I, I love the fact and, and we just keep and that's my word, y'all. Keep it one thousand. Uh <laughs> I always say it, keep it one thousand. And I love the fact that you're so transparent and and you just just there. I think a lot of point, and I brought it up with Bree, that a lot of a lot of women don't don't want to wear not only for just the black man or just men, period, but the maintenance of the black woman's hair or just the maintenance of it. A lot of people don't understand to maintain healthy hair. It's a lot to maintain it. It's not. You know, so that's why it's I'm not. Asking. It's not. We, the black woman is the biggest target for consumerism in America. We mm -hmm. like. Uh, and, and it's not nobody's fault. We we just going through the cycles. We learning ourselves. Like there was this whole time period on YouTube where we had our with the natural hair movement was coming back up, and it was like, put this in your hair. Don't put this in your hair. Don't put oils in your hair. I'm here to tell y'all, like just from my experience, it's not hard once you start. The hard part is the mental part of taking that, take sitting in the mirror and going through everything somebody didn't pour in your head about yourself, right? And then once you do mm -hmm. that, because it, it bombards you to think that your hair has to look a specific way, your hair has to mm -hmm. curl this way, or your hair has to be, no, 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 no. Sit with yourself. Once you sit with yourself, then you understand that you're being targeted for con consumerism. They prey on our insecurities. It is not hard to maintain your natural hair. It really isn't. There are so many natural things from the earth that you can put in. Like I used flaxseed seed uh, gel. So all I do is take some flaxseed seed, put some water, put some cinnamon, put some liniment, some rosemary, da, 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 and that brings out my curl pattern. I, and, and sometimes I'm not going to do that because I don't care if my hair doesn't look hydrated. I have to make sure that I'm detoxing my body completely. Um, so it's not hard to maintain uh, our natural hair was hardest to maintain a certain look. What's mm -hmm. hard is the accepting how your hair looks. It's like where well, our hair moves. It, it doesn't. Our fro. If I lay down on it, that's learning your natural hair. See, we don't want to. Mm -hmm. do, a lot of us don't want to do the labor of learning our hair. And what works for my hair might not work for your hair. And that's the truth. And, you know and, and that, that, is, that, that is the truth. Um, like I say, I, I have, um, particularly my hair, mm -hmm. um, my hair is a lot to maintain. The ones that I actually, I have a few cousins who are completely natural. It mm -hmm. is a lot to maintain from the people that I have spoken with and, and including myself. I get really, really bad dandruff. So I have to wash, consistently wash my hair, this, that, and the third. But aside from keeping my hair, you know, without the dandruff and stuff like that, if I say today or tomorrow that I wanted to do the whole natural, natural thing i believe that there is a, a a sense of of maintaining it making sure that you're putting the right chemicals in it making sure that you're putting the right oils in there because i mean if we were really looking for just the look in our hair then we can just get a perm and say hey that's the look right there i'm wearing my natural hair but to to really wear your natural hair in its natural state it does require maintenance I'm not saying that it don't require maintenance. I'm not. I'm saying that it's not. It's not a hard maintenance. It's not. In my opinion, it's not difficult once you go through the mental labor of just accepting yourself. 
it's it's just really not like your hair like i hear many people say oh my god you like you're so beautiful with your natural like it's not for everybody yeah. that right there is already a backhanded compliment how the fuck is some mm -hmm. it's your natural the way that you naturally came on this earth not for everybody it is absolutely for everybody so we have to go into the spaces and call people out when you know there's these things come out their mouth it's the truth mm -hmm. natural hair is natural hair we can wear a messy ponytail we can wear our hair messy we don't want to look unpolished right because then we're not worthy it's, it's it's like this well black we have come to this notion that black women always have to look picture ready picture perfect in order mm -hmm. to be loved and now we're coming so and i and i don't want to tell nobody what they body but we have come to this point and i don't give a fuck about how people feel about this because i know sometimes when we talk about the lgbt community people want to use it as being homophobic but we have to be honest there's a lot of bisexuality and happening in our community and ain't nothing wrong with that but trying to say that gender and sexuality and identity are you know separated and they don't collide with each other they do collide with each other and as someone who has been with bisexual men knowingly and unknowingly there is this fucking twisting of what femininity is supposed to be in a physical woman right mm -hmm. and uh this idea well i like men and i like women yeah but you're also in competition with women mm -hmm. so when you're coming and you're laying with women whether they know or they don't know you're pointing to their womb what a woman's supposed to be instead of accepting who she is if we don't have mm -hmm. real conversation so i see a lot of okay. women transforming themselves to look like men who want to be women and we don't have to be in denial of this I see this shit a lot in the city of Chicago. And when you vocalize that, it's like gender, sexuality, they're not mixed. I'm not saying that they are. What I'm saying is they're colliding right now. And it's not always right. in the most healthiest way, especially for someone who is a biological woman. Mm, oh, child, Myra, you're going to get some stuff. Hey, you go, you on fire, girl. Just, you on fire, girl. I just want us to be honest. Like, I feel like we go through... <laughs> We, these things are taboo, but everyone's telling, well, this is the acceptable way to say this. No, this is my observation, and I don't think my observation is far off, and I think that's why a lot of Black women not only are having the difficulty um, accepting themselves, but understanding that the, the sexual engagement that we're having with men who are not fully encompassing and we're in our 30s right i'm just gonna i'm speaking to the 30 year old we're finding ourselves again you can see everybody's fucking finding themselves and that's beautiful but let's not repeat the cycles of the past and deny what's really happening in society we cannot mm -hmm. heal if we don't face it it's not a right or wrong it's just speaking our truth on what we observe and what i'm observing is a lot of sexuality is happening but not enough uh sexual responsibility right mm. enough truthfulness mm. about what you're attracted to um even with um in my idea of not my idea but my observation of women who call themselves to be studs right i don't mm -hmm. think that they are the biggest advocate for feminine energy i think sometimes they operate in masculine energy and they use that as a tool to say i'm in a hierarchy higher than women who are femme right um, I'm correct because I'm showing up as a man. I've had plenty of conversation with women who have been studs and they're approaching or talking to me when I'm in my passive energy is to dominate the conversation, is to bully me. And I'm like, no, I, I don't do that shit right. with men and I'm not going to do that with you. 
ma'am mm. like we're not mm. i understand how you identify with yourself but a lot of stud women reject their feminine energy because they feel like it's a weakness in my observation mm. they think to show up as a physical uh what's considered to be femme woman I don't, and i know that's it's not a particular way but i'm talking about in the energy they i feel like they feel like you're weak and they're trying right. to utilize masculine energy as saying um as being like the holders of what a, 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 a smart woman looks like, right? Mm -hmm. This is what a smart woman looks like, or this is what a desired woman looks like. Because there's a lot of stud women who are having sex with men. It, everybody's like, no, oh, this no, is what we should be about no. Take it, but, take it easy on me. What? No, no, no. We should talk about this. Like, there are a lot of stud women having sex with men, and they use... And I love my mom. She don't play. She's 100%. My mom's bisexual, so she does not hide shit from us. She tells us a lot of times, like, if, I, if I'm if i in conflict with somebody, I say, well, this is what's happening. This is what you need to do. Well, a lot of stud women dress like the niggas that they fucking or they want. So it's, it's a strategy to get to the man. So let's not play this game of that the hierarchy of desirability is not forever fluid and moving around right. and that different situations pop up and it also plays into how we show up in anti-blackness right mm. all of this ties mm. in together and we have to have real conversations in our community instead of looking now at the white man i'm not i'm not fuck him right we have our own power we have our mm. ability for self-ruling authority and we can have real conversations in our community um, so that we don't commit harm to each other. And you know what? Just to go back a little bit. So with my daughter, I I usually put braids and I usually put braids in her hair like all the time because the, like I say, it's it, the braids hold up well. And by me just being a busy, busy, super busy woman, I don't get a chance to like do her hair often. But I figure if I go and put braids in her hair, that, that that's going to be cool. That's going to last for a long time. But the minute now I, i've taught my daughter to love herself to love who she is right you guys and to all the listeners again for those who are just joining this is Brittany martlett i do have a podcast it's called the breakdown right now we are breaking everything down okay we are talking about the black hair right now we have on here myra so i'm just breaking everything down now um going back to my daughter um at that point in time i took her hair down I had already agreed that I was never going to give my daughter a perm because I seen that my mom would show me photos of how my hair was before she gave me the perm and after she gave me the perm. Mm -hmm. So when when she before she gave me the perm, my hair was beautiful, naturally growing, just wonderful, right? The minute she put the perm in my hair, it naturally just damaged damaged my damaged my hair just fucked it up right so and that's true and i, I know a lot of women that be like no nah, my mama put a burn my hair my shit fucked up no but that's naturally it because you're putting the chemicals and shit in your hair so going back to the story no but, you, you know, you're, no, but i want i want us to just stay in that moment what you're saying people always make fun of black women when we say that and that's why i'm saying everything is a fucking joke in our life experience yeah. everybody wants to use us as the the butt of their joke girl your hair your hair never was gonna grow bitch if you think I, I had a, if I got a perm at six, bitch, that's just what happened. The chemicals are so freaking strong. Yeah. It stops it. And, it and stops we're proof. Like, we're, like, this is proof that yeah. if I didn't get yeah. my, my hair would have been nice and full as a child. 
But I, I'm sorry. I just, because I don't think that what you said was wrong. I think we get pushed aside a lot. We Everything that we experience is like, are oh, you lying? It's not. This is collectively what happened to black women. It is the truth. Them chemicals and that perm, I'm telling you guys, the chemical, I, 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 and, and now I'm, I feel like I'm on a uh, hair crack because the minute my hair start coming, you know what I'm saying? The little puff, I'm like, shit, I need to, I need to relax my hair and this and that, but it continues to relax. So going back to the story with Brooklyn, which is, which is my baby girl, everybody know. So I vowed to never put a perm in her hair because I know the chemical damage that it does. I know that if I put a perm in her hair, the the natural floor flow of its state growing so beautifully it's gonna fuck it up but the minute i said brooklyn you can go to school with your hair um in a fro and she loved it mommy i'm going to school with my hair in a fro i blow dried it it was so like big ass fro the minute she stepped inside of that 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 school before she left out of that house out of this house, she was so happy. Mommy, I'm wearing my hair in a fro. I'm so freaking happy, right? She gets to the school. The people ask her, what the fuck is wrong with your hair? Why didn't your mom do your hair? Is that adult? Adults ask her that, correct? Yeah. Adults ask her that, correct? The kids. The, the kids ask her. Oh, okay. Some, when the, I, the when kids I was talking about the adults. The kids asked, what happened to your hair? Brooklyn came home and said, I said, Brooklyn, did they like your fro? Because I'm with Where your fro? That's what my baby likes to do. I said, Brooklyn, did everybody like your hair? She said, no. They asked, Ma, why didn't you finish my hair? I said, this is a fro. This is its natural state. This is this is what it is. She said, I don't know, Mom. But to this day, my daughter is hair strong, so she's really like, fuck everybody. To this day, she still wants to wear a fro. She's a Gemini like you. She still wants to wear a fro. But I, I think the, the, the way that she felt or how people made her feel when her hair was in a natural state upset me as a parent, as a black woman, as just a, just a period, because this is what truly what my daughter loves is her hair being in her fro. So when was your first experience having a perm? Oh, I don't remember. I was very young. I, I know that okay. I, I was not. I was in elementary school, um, probably uh, second. See, my mom and my dad were teenage parents, so a lot of their uh, parenting came from their aunties and their uncles and their mom. Um, so even my mom now when we're having conversation, she she's debunking the things that she's been taught. And, you know, she apologizes to me and I appreciate her for that. Um, but I have a lot of empathy in her parenting. Um, and just like we were talking, was going to be on the podcast uh, coming up this Wednesday, uh, Wellness Wednesday, talking about projections, uh, the positive projections and the negative projections. So where my yeah. mom put negative projections uh, of self-hatred in my father. It, they kind of combated it too because it's like I knew that for some reason I felt like spiritually they didn't feel that shit right to say they were mm. survival so it's, it was my it was my turn to take on the baton um I've always dealt with people uh projecting their insecurities on me and I'm pretty sure everybody else has as well it's just we live and we we live and we learn and you know it's unfortunate that Brooklyn had to go through that 
Um, but Brooklyn and the same tail end, her not giving in to them, gave them a she don't positive give a projection. Let me just say that, Myra. She don't give a fuck. She don't care. But I don't think she the don't other care. babies. I don't think the other babies do either. They've been socializing that way. So that's why we're having this conversation right now because we're doing the labor, right? And somebody else, someone else is doing the labor. Everything happens as a chain event, and these this energy spreads. So we're doing the labor. Brooklyn's doing the labor um, because she's letting others, other kids around her know that it's okay, y'all. We safe yep. if we do that. We're just coming out of survival mode, and we're all moving at the speed that we need to move at. Um, mm -hmm. And I and it we it's gonna come when it needs to come. But we also have to be cognitive and hold each other accountable. Um, because we talked about black men, we talked about the youth, we talked about the elders, but as black women, the labor mm. that we need to do and not, I, I, like I I experienced some harm when I was in California. There's a lot of colorist shit that I experienced. I experienced so much colorism in the military. Men, that's what I'm saying about wounds and how we, these things attach. Um, the men that I talked to in my 20s, I would never fucking talk to in my 30s. Not because I'm better than them. No, no, no. It has nothing to do because I'm better than them. What yeah. happens is on a psychological level, I understand that responsibility that I have to pour into my womb. If I don't feel like I'm strong enough mentally and spiritually, I don't engage with them because I went through a lot of mental abuse with uh, partnership and desirability in the military, knowing that I'm a beautiful-ass woman, but yes, being um, in put, placed in competition uh, based off of the hierarchy of who's attractive, right? <laughs> or this idea that the, the, the people who deserve softness or uh, faithfulness and loyalty, right? And being taken care of properly, it goes lighter and wider, lighter and wider. Yes, mm -hmm. this includes Asians, Hispanics, anything mm -hmm. that's not black. Mm -hmm. Right, I, I was around so many military men who want to, and I just have to be myself, want to fuck me, but then want to be in a relationship because I didn't feel the idea of what mm -hmm. success looked like. Right, mm -hmm. um, yeah. and, and this 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 is just not in heterosexual relationships. This happened in all sexualities, and people yeah. kind of act like just heterosexual people do this, but we all do this shit. Um, for those, for the one moment, for those of you who are just joining, you guys, you are listening to the podcast, the breakdown podcast today. We are simply talking about the black hair right now. I am, well, not right now, but all the time. I am your host, Brittany Marlette. Right now, we have Myra. We're talking about the black hair. Definitely talking about the black hair. All right, Myra. Um, so yeah, I was just it's, it's just taking on the responsibility of not harming each other. Cause when I moved to Chicago, and you know I'm a little quirky, I'm a little weird. I've always been that way, and I'm okay with that. I, I am too. Uh, I am too. So, I love it. I love it. Um, but I, I want to stay that way, right? Like I'm in my passive energy, and I don't. I don't. I'm not staying Chicago, but I love my city. I love my people. Um, <clears throat> but we have to be um, honest about how we hurt each other. Right. And as black women, how we hurt each other, how we move. When, and it, there's this there's this uh, lack of companionship in the Chicago. Yeah. Now, I keep oh, yeah. I, as I'm dating, um, I'm noticing that. And I think the men are cognitive of that. So 
you can be a high high vibrational energy for some reason mm -hmm. and it's just, it's just a trend to me social and i've date i date them all what's considered to be street what's considered to be professional what's all i date all types of men as long as you treat me yeah. with respect and you honor okay. me as a woman and you know how okay. to talk and move with me baby i'm gonna treat you like a king the moment you start mm -hmm. acting like a peasant you gotta move around i don't give a mm -hmm. fuck about your background credentials none of that don't put me in no harm none of that but there is a, a a socialization to beat the black woman down here mm -hmm. and the black women are actively participating in it mm -hmm. we are mm -hmm. we are actively participating and it wasn't until i woke up like whoa whoa hold up hold up slow the fuck mm -hmm. down hold down mm -hmm. hold down so it's like the, there's a lack of companionship opportunities and healthy healthy companionship opportunities in this city for black american women because mm -hmm. the desire of like when i remember when i first moved back you know how people go on their trips and stuff mm -hmm. i saw that there was this trend that y'all think y'all going to miami or something and y'all basic did i'm hearing other black women say that's other, i'm like oh, why, why are you talking to each other and, and, and you know what's so crazy? You know, what's so crazy? What's so crazy? Because I'm actually comfortable. I'm not a traveling person. My comfortability stays, and like I'm comfortable with being home. You know, that's just my comfortability. That doesn't make me fucking basic. That just yeah. make me want to stay my ass at home and save a buck or two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I, but just to go just to go back a little bit on uh, topic about black hair. I noticed Myra that. The different hairstyles that I wore or that I still wear, because I'll pull out a wig in a minute, I'll wear braids in a minute, and I do it for simply creativity. However I'm feeling, that's what the fuck I'm going to do to my hair. It doesn't matter. Like, that's what the fuck I'm feeling. I will wear a big-ass fro. I will wear a short-ass hairstyle. I will wear whatever the fuck I want to wear because that's what I want to do. And, I'm, and I fucking can. But um, I do know notice that the response from people not even just men the response from people are different because they're measuring the how they're going to treat different. you depend, depend, yeah depends on whatever hairstyle that i have in my head that's the different response i get the type of attraction that i will get based off the hairstyle that i have in my head what i will what what i've learned for myself is that i have to create my own idea of desirability like I, not create i have to accept my own idea of desirability mm -hmm. you it is very difficult to change the minds of others right and nor is it your fucking responsibility um okay. because you take on that, that there's just too much stress right so whenever i enter a room because i have experience in that and i also have experience that doing my hair if someone says what I think is verbally abusive to me when I'm in my natural state, or they give me a, a backhanded compliment, like everybody can't wear their natural hair, I call it out. Or I simply ignore it, put my shoulders up, and just keep moving with my sexy ass. Like, that's just how you, you, it's like, you well, have what to kind of, I'm sorry to cut you off, but what yes. type of fucking comment is that to say, um, thank you, Bree. Uh, thank you so much for stopping by. Love you, girl. Um, Bye, what Marie. type of shit is that to say? Yeah. Oh, a lot of people can't wear that natural state of it. Say it's fucking who? Well, Say it's who? You're absolutely, Brittany, you're absolutely right. But I'm I'm learning in my, in my journey to be more patient, right? Be empathetic. Instead of, 
I, I'm not gonna lie, say I don't go in defense mode sometimes. I do whatever my emotion tell me to be, but most of the time now I just feel empathy because I, I'm just I'm getting to this space of self acceptance. I've always loved myself, but like self real like a deeper self acceptance, you know. Yeah. So I know that everybody so has to get to that point of self themselves. And yeah, for sure. I just, my empathy I level was a little bit. And my tolerance level is a little bit higher when engagement. Now, if I feel someone continuously, actively move to say little subliminal shit to uh, project on me in a negative way, then my inner masculine comes out. So let me read this comment. Hey, Miss Walton. Um, so, Fefe, I want to I want to bring this up. Uh, she said, no harm, ladies, but I don't know if you see me, but I feel more like I'm being talked at than talked to. Okay. Well, um, I have, well, well, when it comes to me, I, I'm just going to call it out. I have a very uh, authoritative type of personality. Um, I've been told that before, and that's just the tra trajectory of my life. So, uh, Faith, do you feel like there's any harm for you? In engagement of this live, um, I apologize for that, but not in, but every myself, and this is how I show up. She says she loves the topic, but you all are not being engaging. Well, I, I do apologize if you feel like it's not being engaging. Um, you are free to leave. You are free oh, to oh, leave. Oh, no, 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 Huh? No, say, um, and, and it's not to be mean or anything like that. This uh this topic was to be informative, ask questions. I did have special guests on here. Um, but if you feel like it's not for you, you are definitely free to leave. <laughs> thank you though. I, I thank you for stopping by. Love you, uh, next, next question. Um, um <laughs> But in the podcast, I want to be seen as well. I don't want to leave. Uh, well, Faye, that's totally up to you, dear. Uh, I am only one person. You are free to stay or you are free to leave. It's totally up to you, love. Um, we are still talking about the topic of black hair. I am more than, you are more than welcome to share your comments um, inside of the comment box. And yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> We're not going to shame her for wanting to stay. I appreciate you saying, uh, Faye. We're, this is a this is a learning experience for all of us. Um, obviously, me and uh, Brittany are very authoritative in the way that we're speaking. We do want to make this a safe space for you, an engagement. Um, but this the conversa the conversation was for us to express ourselves, and we do appreciate your presence here. Um, I turned off my comments so that I can make sure that I stay uh, in tune with Brittany and her energy and make sure that our conversation uh, flows. No shade is taken, sweetheart. We just appreciate your presence. And um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. We appreciate you staying. Uh, my, that's just fucking uh, Faye, I love you too, baby. It's all love. Keep doing your natural thing. Um, she oh she just enjoying the the live, Brittany. Um, if you no if, no that's I, what, I said, that, that's, what, that's that's what my home girl said. Uh, that she she want to join the live. Say, do you want to join the live? I mean, I can, can ask, I say everything I need to say. <laughs> 
Say, do you do you want to join a live? And you can say whatever you want to say. You can say whatever you want to say. I'm with it. Um, but I want to let you know that our intentions are never to uh, anything. This was just an informative uh, podcast. Um, but you said no harm. You feel like we're not being engaging. Um, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Listen, we we in. Um, no, you didn't throw us off. This is what this is what conversation looks like, right? This is what mature conversation looks like. This is a safe space for everyone. So when we're engaging, it's not only for Brittany and I to grow as women, for our community to grow. I'm really big on community engagement, and we. Um, like I'm saying, as black women, we need to learn how to harm each other. We also need to learn how to communicate with each other in a more harmonious and loving way. Okay? So as I was saying, I have I could go on and on and on, but if you want to um come on and talk to Miss Bridget yeah, Marlette, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh Fei Fei. So uh Myra, go ahead and click off for me, dear. Keep stay tuned. Um let me let me give uh, Fei Fei, um, I definitely want to give you the attention that you desire, dear. Um, so with that being said, Miss Fei Fei, I do apologize. It, well, I don't apologize because I don't think we did anything wrong. But um, you are more than welcome to uh, share uh, what you feel like on the um, just send me a request. Um, I'll try to send you one. And yeah, we can we can talk about it. We can talk about it and what you feel um, about the the black hair. Um, like I say, I, I sh we we talked about a lot of things regarding the black hair, um, but again, we do get kind of thrown off topic because there's so much to talk about because the black hair ties into so many aspects um, of that. Can you send me a friend? Okay, there you are, dear. Um, so Fei is going to join us, you guys. Um, I want to keep, well, you know, come come with your energy, love. Um, let's see. And I want to hear your opinion, your views. I'm welcome to it. Um, it says that you are not, it said it couldn't, it won't let you through because of technical issues. Um, we can try, oh, let's see. So try to send try to send that request again, love. And um, yeah, we can talk about hair if you want. I want to give you your undivided attention in the most respectful is professionalism way. Um, but I think we did just about go over all the topics with hair, dear. Um, and if we can't reach you, say I'm just going to wait maybe a few and see if you're still on here. If you're still on here, send a request. Again, you guys, um, I am your host, Brittany Marlette. Yes, I do have my own breakdown. It's all mine. It is all mine, you guys. You suckers know I'm never wrong. Okay, we are going to keep that energy booming. You know why? Because it's my shit. This is my shit. And in order for it to stay my shit, guess what? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make this shit happen. So today we are talking about black hair, you guys. A few things that we did discuss just to narrow it down a little bit. We're trying to see if the black man really, really wants a black woman in her natural state. We're also talking about the maintenance of the black hair. We're talking about are, do, do you find yourself, ladies, feeling, how can I say, um, treated differently based off, babe, send it again. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. Can you, can you try again? Can you, um, we're talking about how have you ever experienced someone 
ever treating you differently based off of your hair. I know that when I'm wearing my fro, low key, to be honest, when I'm wearing my fro and shit, I get approached by a different kind of guy, a more, um, let's see, more uh, downtown as person, you know? But when I'm rocking my braids and my wig that's going down my back, hunty, okay, I get approached by the hood guys. I get approached by the hood guys, either or is cool with me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind. Um, but no, I know that there, there are different things that you know, different uh, characteristics and things that people bring based off of the hair. I'm a very creative person, but honey, let's not get it twisted, honey. I will throw on a wig in a minute. I do want to bring up that story for those who are just joining in. There was a situation with my daughter. There was a situation with my daughter where she wanted to wear her hair in its natural state and she was made fun of. Ladies, today. Oh, let's try again, Faye. I don't know, babe. It's not working. I would love to have you on here. Oh, it's... Wait, oh no. It's add to Miss Walton. I don't know. I don't know. It says technical difficulties. I'm not sure. Um, it looks like it's adding, it's adding someone else, you guys. But in the meantime, in between time, have you guys ever experienced that? We had our girl breathe lovely on here. Getting it in, uh, talking about it. We also have Myra on here. Dear um, Faye, I don't know what is going on with the system. That's totally uh, a technical issue that I don't have any control out over. But you guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Why? Because I got shit to do when it's Friday, baby. I got shit to do when it's Friday. And so it begins. I'm your host, Brittany Marlette. You have just listened to the Breakdown Podcast. Y'all suckers know I'm never wrong. Like, I'm never wrong.